what is this girl doing? Like, they've got this girl on me and, like, she has no idea what she's doing. Like, I'm just trying to do my thing. So if you're feeling bad about your life, just remember that I almost flashed the postman. everybody and welcome back to my podcast Esme's Country Life. Before we begin I just want to say a huge thank you to the sponsor of the podcast Red Post. Red Post is an equestrian and country store based in the UK but they also ship all over the world. Also if you listen to the previous one you'll know that last weekend I actually went to Red Post, did a meet and greet, met so many of you guys who are all so lovely. I had so much fun. The team we always have so many laughs like the first day I think in the morning we pretty much just spent the whole morning filming loads of content for socials and we did one video which was um the packing challenge and I did that with the boss Ben and oh my goodness that was one bit where um we were kind of like doing a race for the packing challenge because they have this new um thing called stride um which is really cool I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but basically the best way I'd describe it is it's a little bit like Amazon Prime, but for equestrians. So if you want to buy something from Redpost and you want next day delivery, you want great deals, all that kind of thing, then check out Stride. Um, but anyway, for the packing challenge, it was so funny because there was this one bit where we ran down the warehouse, each of us kind of like down different um, alleyways, and then we both grabbed the same box of Fairfax and Favour boots and were just kind of like pulling it either side. And the face... Ben the boss made was so funny. We were saying it was a little bit like in The Shining when um, the guy goes, here's Johnny. So we were we were just, yeah, we were like cry laughing watching back the footage because he had such a determined face on him. To be fair, and things like that, I get very competitive as well. So we were both going for it. And then um, anyway, you'll have to check out the full video on the Red Post socials. But oh my gosh, we, we were just having a proper laugh. And then I had my meet and greet and met all of you. And again, that was so nice, so lovely. There was one person that got me flowers as well. And that was like the sweetest thing ever. Like so many of you like send me like bring letters and things. And it's just always so sweet and then um talking about sweet things the red post cafe is incredible like they were they were making sure that i got my my sugar fix they gave me i think i had like a banana milkshake a strawberry milkshake a white hot chocolate this was over two days by the way not all in one day and then i had some cookies and some cake like it was great i was definitely well fueled while i was doing all my meet and greets and things but yeah that was a lovely weekend and if you want to check out red post be sure to head to redpostquestion.co.uk so um yeah that little sponsored section was more a little bit of a story time as well but Anyway, um, I thought I would tell you about what I've been up to lately. Um, Starting off, something that I feel like some of you who are eagle-eyed might have noticed is that I am actually wearing earrings. And I've got kind of like a, a funny story behind, you know, me and earrings and that kind of thing. So um, back when I was in primary school, I remember like just so badly wanting earrings. Like all of my friends had them. It Uh, my parents would always say you're not allowed to have your ears pierced until you're 12 or until you go to secondary school um because that was the age that my mum got her ears pierced and uh, my mum was telling me the story and I feel like this would definitely not be allowed nowadays with like health and safety and all that kind of thing because she said when she was 12 uh, mum always said you can get your, your your ears done when you're 12 so on her 12th birthday um at the school that she went to all the kids could like go out at lunchtime and just go into town so she went into town on her 12th birthday at lunchtime got her ears pierced in her school uniform and then yeah easy done yeah 
I feel like nowadays you'd have to get like your parents permission if you're like under a certain age and get it all signed off and that kind of thing but I feel like I couldn't imagine that nowadays anyway so um I ended up getting my ears pierced at the age of eight because everybody in my all of the girls in my year group had their ears done and so did the one boy in my year group as well although I think he only had one earring I can't remember but anyway everyone in my year group had their ears pierced and I managed to persuade my mom just like okay because you're the only one that hasn't you know had their I feel like some people have their ears done when they're really young like they're like three or like a toddler or something but anyway um I can kind of remember. I can remember having it done. I think I had them done at Claire's, which I don't know is is the best place. But I feel like when you're a kid, that's you can't. I don't know. Would do you like tattoo parlors and ear piercing like places? Let like a, like a kid go in. Anyway, I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> so uh, I had. The, I remember like holding like a little teddy bear and getting to hug it, and um, yeah, them just like doing the little needle thing sorry I won't talk about needles too much I know some people have really phobias about them make them give them the heebie-jeebies but anyway um and then I carried on wearing earrings until until actually it's kind of ironic it was until I was probably about 12 if I'm honest um so because at that age when I started secondary school I did so many like sports clubs like I was on the netball team hockey team and I was doing like netball and hockey after school and then I obviously did all the riding as well and for pony club I'm pretty sure you had to take your earrings out at my primary school for PE they just didn't care they're like as long as it's studs and as long as you haven't got one set in go ahead wear your earrings but um yeah the secondary school it was a bit more strict you weren't allowed to wear any jewelry any which I can understand like you know you don't want that's the one thing that's always kind of scared me a little bit with wearing earrings is that what if it got caught on something and just ripped my earlobe in half like that would not be good um but anyway, so I ended up slowly stopping wearing them because I think what would happen is I'd like take them out for PE or games and then I'd just like forget to put them back in and then I'd lose them. And then, um, yeah. And then also I went through a phase where I just found them really uncomfortable to sleep in. They would always just like dig into me. So I went through a phase of just like not wearing earrings. And then it kind of got to the stage where a year had passed and then a couple of years had passed. And then I was like, I am too scared to put my earrings back in because I feel like my holes might have closed up. Um, So anyway, I ended up not having earrings in for until recently, actually. And you might be thinking, oh, it's me. Did you get your ears re-pierced? Well, I was thinking of doing that. And then I thought, because I live in the countryside, you guys know, Esme's country life. I thought I'm going to have to go half an hour into town but well this sounds like so much effort I'm just a busy person so I'm gonna have to go half an hour into town like before that I'm gonna have to book an appointment and it's gonna have to like schedule it all in and then um, I'm gonna have to go somewhere and suck myself up to having like I don't know needles in my ears and then some like random person's gonna do that and then I was like I just don't know if I, I like I don't know I just sounded like a lot of effort so I thought you know what I'll give it a try. I ordered some earrings online. I got, I don't worry, I made sure it was nice and sterile. I've got these like sterile, you know, like the sort of wipes that you get in like a first aid kit. I got some of those, cleaned my ears, cleaned the earrings. And then um, actually, no, before that, I thought, you know what? If there's like some gunk in there, I'll see if I can pop it out like a spot. Sorry, this is, if, so it's like half, I feel like half the people listening to this are going to be like, oh my gosh, I love popping spots. It's the most satisfying thing. And then I feel like the other half people that are going to be listening to this are going to be like, oh my gosh, Esme, you are disgusting. Popping spots is not satisfying. It is disgusting. Anyway, um, I don't really mind either way. I feel like I understand how it can be gross, but also I can understand how it can be satisfying. I'm kind of in the middle. But anyway, so I ended up like, 
a bit of gunk popped out my ear sorry if you're eating or anything while listening to this podcast i'll move swiftly on um yeah my right ear i don't know why i went for that one first you think i go left to right but anyway i did my right one first that one went in straight away it just went boop. um but my left ear i had to like push it a little bit harder and it did did bleed like a tiny weeny bit but it was fine i managed to get them in and i was like that's just saved me like a bit of money like a bit of time as well going all the way into town i was like results so um I've been good at cleaning them because obviously one the one that bled, I was like, do not want to get an infection. Made sure I got earrings that are like sterling silver on the outside or whatever because I knew that I was fine with that before. I didn't want to have allergic reaction or anything like that. So um, yeah, all good. I've got earrings in now. Um, I'll probably wear them for a little bit, be like, oh, this is really fun. And then I'll probably get to a stage where I'm like, you know what? I just can't, I'm too lazy to keep taking them in taking them out at night they're annoying me actually i have slept in them for a few nights and i've been completely fine and there have been a few nights where i'm like no i can't get comfy you know those nights where you just can't get comfy maybe it's because it's been really quite hot again lately so you know when you just can't get a comfy spot because you're just so warm and then it's just yeah it's a lot but anyway um yeah sorry i feel like i went on such a tangent about my earrings um such like a interesting thing but there we go yeah i've now got my ears re re-pierced by myself so also i was i was like uh, i've there are some people online that are so brave and they do it themselves and they buy those kits online but i feel like that's too dodgy for me oh no i was like if it, if, it, if the earring doesn't go in i'll just book an appointment and have it done by a professional but because i already had holes there i didn't have to worry them about them like being wonky that was another thing that I was a little bit a little bit concerned about but yeah Anyway, on to the next sort of thing, like topic that I'm going to be talking about because you guys always love a story where I embarrass myself and I feel like every week when I come round here, I always have some sort of embarrassing story or some sort of thing that has just gone not quite right. So um, a lot of you might know Dee, who I, I never know what to describe Dee as because she's like my riding instructor because um, basically we have like a like a four hour session together, I think. Um, it, it probably takes about that long, yeah. Um, so she comes at like 9am in the morning and um, this is about, around like every month, every two months. It really depends on both of our schedules because she's based in the Cotswolds and she has, she's at the like, um, she is the dynamic performance hub. So she does a lot of stuff with professional riders and fitness and that kind of thing. But anyway, she gives me a riding lesson on Joey. Then she does Joey's physio. Then she gives me a personal training session to kind of build up my muscles to make me stronger so I don't get as much back pain because I'm not hurting my back kind of thing and then I get a physio session as well and oh I had I had not seen Dee for quite a while I think it's the longest we've not seen each other and she came back and I'd um, had like the whole of August I'd just been doing like meet and greets and things which I feel like make my back the worst especially as often I'm hopping up and down from a seat and leaning over and signing and that kind of thing and at the end of meet and greets I feel like that's the one thing is my back and my jaw they're not good like it's it's yeah anyway so Dee was like girl your back because I was like my back's been hurting quite a bit can we do like a because sometimes she does the physio session for me before the personal training session and she was like yeah yeah it's fine and then she was like girl your back is so bad that I think for this two hours I'm just gonna do your back like you can do the all the exercises at home I'll give you the exercises but go I need to do your back so it was really lovely that I got to have a back massage and physio and that thing from her because it had been so long and oh my gosh did I need it um 
so I don't know what I think I don't know there must be something wrong with me but I've always had like a not so good back and I'm only I'm only 22 it's not like I'm an old grandma like I've I'm I'm still I'm still in my prime of my life you know <laughs> anyway um so well where oh yeah this is this is where it's getting to the interesting part I mean being half naked having a massage in your house you know that's you can you can kind of guess what might be going wrong here so normally we do it downstairs and we have quite my this is at my parents house and they have quite like an open plan kitchen diner office living room kind of bit like a lot of downstairs is just one room basically um but anyway so in between where the back door is because we're the sort of household where we have a back door and just use the back door like we never use the front door I guess it's not really a back door it's more of a side door anyway um because that goes through to the mud room and often especially in the winter you kind of just have to de-mud yourself before you get into the house because um, my parents very coolly built the house so we were like okay we need to have a good old good old mud room anyway so the back door or the side door has a window in it so you can kind of see if someone's like presses the doorbell give a little nose through be like oh who is it is the postman is it my neighbor is it my grandma um so anyway (laughs) and then normally we have the door that goes to the back door and the mud room door closed so you can't see through and we have all the blinds down and that kind of thing while I'm having my massage and I feel like it probably looked really weird because it's not like I was on my back it was when Dee was actually doing my jaw so I kind of like shuffle up on um on this kind of bed back to her and my basically my head just rests kind of in her lap while she does my jaw and it probably looks really weird and I had my little toes sticking out facing the mudroom and then I had um or the utility room and then I had a don't worry it was okay I I wasn't wearing a bra but I did have a um towel oh sorry hit the microphone then I did have a towel over me so I was decent but I still you know you you feel a little bit exposed um anyway because the mudroom door was open it meant that when my postman came to the door looked through the window and gave a little knock on the door what did he see straight down the corridor was me lying on the bed toes out head in Dee's lap while she was massaging my jaw it must have looked like the weirdest thing ever and like it's not like you're like oh it's just the postman like I know this postman well like this postman me and him I see him most days because he's dropping off it's like if it's either fan mail or if it's like parcels or PR or that kind of thing like also because when I order stuff online I always order it to my parents house because there's always someone in never my house so anyway this post he knows who I am he knows that I do YouTube because when I when I started getting like um your guys letters through to me um we had to kind of explain like why I was getting all these letters and what it was for I mean I still do have my PO box but I don't do mail time with Mick anymore Mickey anymore but I still read all the letters that come through but anyway (laughs) so he had like this handful of letters and d went and reenacted it for me because it was so funny we were both just like cry laughing and anyway so um apparently he looked through the window knocked on the door like all happy smiley suddenly his face went to like shock and he went oh and then the way that he 
hid his face or hid his eyes. He put he put the post in front of his face to like hide his eyes. So he was like, I'm not looking. And then like slipped around to the side out of the window's view. And it was just like the most funny, dramatic thing. And oh gosh, I don't know what he would have seen with me there with my toes out and everything, but it probably looked rather strange. So yeah, there we go. Almost flashed the postman this week. So yeah there we go that has been an, an embarrass an embarrassing one for you guys um so if you're feeling bad about your life just remember that i almost flashed the postman also i've just i think because i was talking about the mudroom or the utility room so much it reminded me of my old house um or our old well i was gonna say my old house is technically my parents but the old house before that that we lived in um i feel like does, I don't know, this, I feel like if any dads are listening to this, you'll very much approve of this dad joke. And I would always forget, like, we don't really have friends around that often. If I did, it would be friends that, like, come around all the time, or, like, it was normal. But if you had ever had new friends come around and they use the downstairs toilet, this would be the first thing they would always point out. So it was it was quite a long, long time ago that this kind of ha- started or happened. Um, I don't know if people do this in other countries, but in the UK, there's like a scheme called like bikeability, I'm pretty sure. And basically it teaches children to ride bikes at school. So like an afternoon at school, like a day at school, everyone brings their bikes or they have bikes if you don't have your own bike. And um, basically get to get taught like road safety and how to ride a bike and how to ride on the road and do hand signals and check for cars and that kind of thing um so anyway after i think it was when my brother did his bike ability at school he got all these stickers and one of the stickers <laughs> you're probably thinking esme you have really like jumped from two topics here you've gone from the downstairs toilet to bike ability don't worry don't worry it's coming it's coming <laughs> so, so my dad i can see him smiling in the corner he knows what's coming anyway so Max got all these stickers and it, there were ones like um, I love cycling or I love doing wheelies and there was one oh no there was one and it said I heart skid marks and you can probably you can probably see where this is going now so my dad when he saw these stickers thought you know what's going to be a good idea let's put the I heart skid mark sticker on the downstairs guest toilet for everyone to see. Now the thing is, this I Heart Skidmark sticker, it it stayed there. It could not come off. It was ingrained into the toilet. Probably wasn't when you think about it, actually not very sanitary having a having a sticker on a toilet, but anyway, it was there and it was not coming off. So this sticker was on our toilet for many many years so you can imagine me like starting secondary school and having new friends round to play and then them seeing this i heart skid marks toilet and being like this girl is from a weird family like anyway and um i think it did have a picture of a bike on actually i feel like it would have been worse if there wasn't a picture of a bike on the sticker um so anyway um it just made me think of that i feel like Embarrassing stories always happen to, happen to happen in the downstairs toilet or the downstairs mudroom. Don't worry, our mudroom, like, the toilet isn't actually, like, so the postman can see you on the toilet. There is, like, a little, there is, like, a separate room in the mudroom. Um, but, yeah, and I think that sticker remained on that toilet when we had people come round to view the house as well. So, obviously didn't put the people that live there now off, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> they've probably managed to somehow take it off now maybe a bit of nail varnish remover would do the trick but um yeah i heart skid marks there we go 
Um, what else have I been up to lately? Let's go on to maybe a topic that's a little bit less embarrassing. I feel like I've really exposed myself and my family today. Um, oh, I've done a new um, a new equestrian discipline this week called working equitation, which um, I guess it's difficult to explain what it is. So basically, it originate. This is coming from someone that's done this once, by the way. I am no working equitation expert, so if you do working equitation and I explain all this wrong, I apologise. But this is pretty much what I know. So it's. Um, I think it's from Portugal, that's where it originates and um, quite often they use Lusitano horses, so I rode this beautiful Lusitano horse called Historico that I've ridden once before in a Challenge Esme video where I did a lot of dressage with him and did some like Grand Prix mov- movements which was very cool it's, it's a little bit like you know, being able to drive like a normal hatchback and then getting into a Formula One car and being like, oh my gosh, there are so many buttons and things and the horse is more sensitive and that kind of thing. It does like blow your mind a little bit, but um, I had really good fun doing that, especially as a show jumper. I was like, I'm riding a double bridle. I got like double the reins and everything. Um, but anyway, so I did, so back to working equitation. Sorry, I got a little bit off topic there. Um, so yeah, it originates in P- Portugal and it's often for horses that are like working horses. I think that's kind of how it originated. So basically like cattle horses, you know, you have like dogs for sheep, like sheep dogs. Basically they have cow horses. I, I don't think they're actually called cow horses, but I think we should start calling them cow horses. I think that sounds really fun. Um, so yeah, you would. Um, that's how they like round up the cattle on the horses um and a lot of all the i describe it kind of like as dressage with a purpose so often when you do a dressage test you do all these fancy movements and all these different things but with working equitation you kind of have to do the same movements but there's an obstacle involved which i feel like makes like don't get me wrong i do love dressage but i feel like it just makes it a little bit more exciting especially if you're a non-equestrian watching you're like oh wow they've got to go over the bridge or they've got to you know do the gate and like i'll explain all the different ones that was in the obstacle course i don't think you're supposed they're called obstacles but i don't know if you're supposed to call it an obstacle course i feel like it's probably got some more special name also i did a little um day in the life video um on my socials and so many people from america was like it's not called working equitation it's called trail or it's called this or it's called that um but anyway yeah this is the portugal one or originates from Portugal, called Working Equitation. I'm pretty sure Trail maybe like don't get me, I don't know much about this. I should have probably done my research before this, but I feel like Trail is like the cowboy version, like an America version of it. Like um I don't know if they would have the same sort the exact same activities. Maybe I should look this up. But a lot of people were like I feel like this is a thing. If I say something that's British or say something that's like I, I get I used to get this all the time with head collar. Like in the UK I feel like most people call it a head collar. And then I had so many Americans or so many people from Canada or just like different countries, even Australia probably being like, oh my gosh, why are you making horse videos? You're you can't even call call it a halter correctly and that kind of thing like all this stuff just because I called something like something different so there we go um but yeah a lot of people were like it's called trail and I was like I've not heard of that before but I looked it up and it looked quite cool but sorry I've really gone a little little um yeah sorry <laughs> I've, I've just you know my brain with my podcast I go on and on and on and then I just get to a point where I'm like what have I even been talking about anyway sorry back to back to the program back to the scheduled program um, but yeah so working equitation 
I'm telling you some of the like, exercises we did. So yeah, there's a bridge that you have to go over. That was probably the easiest one, but you have to make sure you do it and walk and you can't like accidentally trot. Um, then there was also the, another easy one that's often at the end. There's a, well, I think it's often at the end. It was at the end for the little obstacle course that I did. Um, there was like a little jug and you had to like pick it up and lift it up in the air and show that your horse would stand when you lifted up the jug. There was, what else was there? Gate. The gate was probably one of my favourites because it's probably the most useful one. I mean, I go through a lot of gates when I go hacking and things. Casper, 10 out of 10, great at gates. Joey, often when I go out with Joey, I have someone with me and they often do the gates for me. So I haven't really done the gates too much with Joey. Also, I'm going to try and do working equitation with my boys at some time and I feel like they would really enjoy that I feel like Joey also he's one of those horses where he's got such a busy brain he always likes to kind of I don't know just be occupied like I always feel like I have to do lots of transitions if not he just just falls asleep a little bit he's like girl this is a little bit boring like you need to keep this interesting you need, need to keep this funky and fresh um so yeah the gate was fun I really like that so you have to like open the gate and a lot of it is very like performative I didn't really realize that until like you have to like look very look very elegant and make sure that your horse stands when you ask and then like demonstrate you like lifting the rope off the gate to unlock it and then making sure it's all very controlled and looks very pretty there's also i think there's one where it's kind of like how well you do all the things and how good it is and that kind of stuff and then there's one on speed as well and i feel like the speed one would probably stress me out a little bit like i would just end up like i'd be going through the gate and i'd like bash my knee on the side and i'd just like do everything like i feel like if i do anything rushed I always do such a bad job at it. Um, I think everyone in my family knows that when it came to me painting my cottage, when I did it a little bit too fast, it ended up looking, not looking too good. So we had to do another coat over the top to make it look good. But anyway, there's that. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, the most difficult one was a raised pole and you had to leg yield across it without knocking the pole over. And... Um, the horse that I was on, he kept wanting to go backwards. I was like, no, no, no. As we go across, go go forwards a little bit because his back legs kept like knocking it. I managed to get there in the end though. And he, I mean, this horse was amazing. It was probably like, what is this girl doing? Like, I've got this girl on me and like she has no idea what she's doing like I'm just trying to do my thing um, but no Historico was absolutely lovely um what else was there there was one we had to like walk in ring a bell and then walk backwards out of the like little box I feel like Joey would be quite good at that one he's quite good at doing rain back um another little movement there so you can kind of see like I've said like leg yielding if you don't know oh, actually I should probably explain what leg yielding is if you don't know what it is, if you're not horsey. Um, but basically, it's when a horse goes sideways, a little bit like a crab. That's what I always think. Um, but this is like, sometimes you can go forward and sideways, but this was like just fully sideways. Um, I'm trying to think of what other ones. Oh, there was a there was a bull, not a real bull, don't worry. It was a kind of like, I was going to say cardboard cutout. It, it was made of wood. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was a wood, like a wooden flat, bull and what you had to do was you had to like kind of ride towards it hold you had to pick up a i don't know if it's called a saber you had to pick up this long stick and then on the bull there was a ring and you had to pick up the ring and then you had to put it in a um, barrel and um, apparently the reason why they use a bull is because apparently some horses can like look at it and be like that looks a bit weird and it, the whole thing about working equitation is having a horse that trusts you and trust and um will like go forward like if something's like a little bit scary and that kind of thing like they trust you and they they kind of like are like yep yeah, let's do this kind of thing that was a really bad way of explaining it but you know what I mean so that was there just to look a bit 
interesting i guess there was one where um there's like a a pen and you have to go around like in a circle and it's like really tight space i feel like joey will probably end up like in that one he can sometimes be a little bit uncoordinated so i feel like he would probably i don't know if he'd get stuck or if it just i I mean it's not that tight and he's not that big of a horse but i feel like he might just end up our circle might not be very circle shaped it might be a little bit square shaped it will be, it would be like a little ping ball machine we'll be like bing 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 oh sorry mikey sorry mike you stay there there we go got a bit excited there when i was doing my little pinball machine um de- demonstration for you all i mean if you're an audio listener that probably would have sounded a bit weird but if you're a visual listener and you're watching the video um that i do apologies again for giving the mic um some abuse anyway um what else was there working at quotation i feel like they were the main ones that i really enjoyed i'm trying to think how they were situated in the arena oh the one that there was these barrels and i feel like that was the one that i thought oh this can be easy so there were two barrels you had to kind of like do a circle around one in trot a circle around the other in trot and then you had to pick up canter and then you had to like oh no and then you had to walk like in between the barrels and then pick up canter and then you had to like walk in between the barrels again and then pick up canter on the other end. and oh my gosh like you had to go do quite a tight turn and on a horse that i wasn't used to with double reins as well i was like blimey there was one bit where we almost crashed i was like oh i almost crash landed into one of the other obstacles and i was like saying to georgia who was teaching me i promise i can ride i'm so sorry <laughs> like i'm just struggling with this one a little bit like it was so weird it looked like the easiest one honestly if you just said oh yeah all these ones you have to go like over poles that kind of thing ring bells that kind of thing you're like cool that sounds like a lot and then you're like oh yeah just two barrels just do some circles around them in different gates you're like oh yeah easy peasy oh no and then you had to the thing is you had to also i was riding a horse i'd only ridden for the second time ever so i feel like that probably made it a bit more difficult as well um but yeah got there in the end it was all right managed it but probably wasn't as smooth or as pretty as it could have been so it'll be interesting to see what i'm like with joey on that one but anyway i'm really excited hopefully i can get joey back there sometime soon to give it a go on him i've almost finished editing that video as well because after i did the little day in the life on my socials everyone was like oh my gosh oh my gosh when's it gonna be out when's it gonna be out and i'm like i'm currently editing it it does take a while sometimes i just need to do like a little voiceover on it and then it should be bam bam ready to go so um you never know might be out actually no it won't be out when this podcast is out i'm filming this on a saturday and it's going out saturday evening um i feel like recently i've actually been really bad at um well i say bad i always get them out in time but i feel like i don't know why i've just ended up always filming or recording my podcasts on the day that they should go out but there we go anyway i've had fun I've, I've, i've talked to you about some very interesting and strange topics today um i think that is that's the most things that i have on my little mental list of what i'm talking about i feel like it's been kind of like a quieter week this week it's been nice actually i've had like a nice week of just i was gonna say having a rest because i feel like i haven't done that for a little while i feel like um what's my called my brain's not even working can't even remember what the months are august for august for me has been the most busy hectic month though i just haven't been at home much so it feels if i've just had a week of like doing a little bit admin bits and things at home but also having a little bit of a rest and doing some bits around the cottage oh yeah i remember um, what i was gonna talk about i did some gardening with my grandparents and that was really that was such a wholesome day very lovely we picked i was gonna say picked you pick potatoes 
dug up some potatoes there we go that's probably better and I learned um the hard way not to make sure that you really go under because I stabbed a really big one I was so sad I was like no that was probably the best potato I got stabbed uh, with my pitchfork um there were some that I learned that I probably should have buried a little bit deeper because they were they'd come up a little bit early and they were green and the green ones are poisonous so don't eat green potatoes little fun fact there for you um but no I actually got a good old load probably could have picked the or dug them up a little bit earlier because the slugs and things and the worms I don't know the, the creatures were starting to um get a bit hungry so a few of them R.I.P became snail lunch um but most of them were all good so that is great um sad thing about the garden i think all my raspberry plants have been diseased so that is very sad r.i.p my raspberry plants we're going to give them one last go but in good news i've got a wisteria plant on my house and for a while i was i was in mourning I was so sad. All the pictures and the for sale sign on the for sale kind of like booklet that I have of the house, all the wisteria was beautiful and um, in flower and all that kind of stuff. And the one at the front of the house or the back of the house, the one where the, where the door is, I only have one door. I don't have a front door. I, don't have, I only have a back door, but that is my only door. So there we go. But anyway, um, above, above the door, there was this beautiful wisteria and it died. But there is a new little wisteria plant growing up and it is going around the carcass i don't know who you call it a carcass they're like old twiggery bit of the dead one and it's grown over the top of it so fingers crossed i mean it looks like it's 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 gonna be a winner it can grow back up there and then hopefully one day flower again and i will have a beautiful wisteria house i mean that's i've got like a little the side of the house has got wisteria on but it's just not the same as having it over your front door i feel like so that has been some some good news in the garden um little cottage update for you all and i will finally hopefully next week do another cottage renovation series video so many of you have asked me at my meet and greets especially like i feel like a lot of mothers and daughters watch my videos together which is really lovely and i feel like i had a lot of mothers and daughters be like we love watching your cottage renovation videos together like please do some more and i don't worry i've got some more things that i need to do actually um yesterday i was doing some measuring because there's a few bits and pieces of like furniture and kind of storage that i need to add to upstairs but yeah so far it's doing well it's, it's getting there it's getting there so hopefully i'll film another episode soon but anyway i think that's probably enough of me embarrassing myself rumbling along and i don't know just getting distracted <laughs> in today's podcast well like it's been a little bit all over the place but there we go um anyway i just want to say a huge thank you to listening to today's episode and also a huge thank you to red post for sponsoring the podcast if you want to check them out but anyway um i hope you all have a or have had a lovely week and i'll see you next time Bye.